This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out takes. Almunia saves. Look out follows in. Almunia saves again. And now one but on the counter attack. Forestieri. Good afternoon, everybody. Hello and season's greetings to you. I'm not quite sure what happened to the original space that I had planned. It seems to have disappeared, so I've started a new space. So hopefully you will all join me on here. Before we start, season's greetings. Hope you're all having a wonderful Christmas. You may have noticed that I mentioned I don't like Boxing Day games. Well, there you go. There's my proof that Boxing Day games are terrible. That was an absolutely appalling match. I think you can um, all agree that that was rubbish. So I uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here on my own at the moment. Peter will be joining us very, very shortly. If you would like to have your say, make sure you request. I can see that Sean has requested, as has George. I will get to you guys very, very shortly. If you've got an opinion on today's game, please do uh, come on. I think I know what the opinions are going to be, and I think I know how long this one's going to go on for. I've got a feeling this could be a long one. I'm going to bring in first from Florida Uncle Ron, because he did say he is going to go nuclear. So I think if you're going to follow Uncle Ron, you're brave, because I think he's about to uh, let that team have it with both barrels. Uncle Ron, you should be able to speak, sir. How are you? Um, not very good. Not very no. good. No. No. Um, well, first of all, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. But I don't think this next bit's going to be particularly merry. No, not at all. Um, I, I We've seen this before, but... This is a heartless, spineless bunch of players who, who do not care for the... Sh- Can I come back on, actually? Because there's, fam- there's some family things. Do you mind? No, no, I that's fine. Back? Thank no, you. you come back I'll, I'll be right back. That's okay. fine. I'll have to you go for now. Sure, yeah. You come back in a second. No worries, mate. Put yourself on mute. Bring in our friend Greg. George, I'll come to you. Brett, I'll come to you. Paul, I'll come to you. Sean, I will come to you. Let's bring in Greg, though. Greg, hopefully you should be able to speak, mate. How are you? That's you there, Greg? Oh, I'm here, mate. Hello, Greg. Come on, then. Pissed off. 
Yes, I think we all are. Like, you is know, that it? <laughs> well, what, what what can you say? How can a, how can a game go as bad as a bad could possibly be? You lose your best. How long's Jal going to be out for? How long's Jal? Who knows? And how did he get injured? He got injured. Excuse my language. Fucking defending deep in our own half. Why is he there? Yeah. Why, he shouldn't be there. He's our best defensive well, player. He should be up the pitch. Well, um, because we have no midfield, Greg. We haven't got a midfield, so we've had to deploy him as a defensive midfielder. Because we go and that's why we go and guy and get a guy on a free uh, out of contract who was totally, totally off the pace. <laughs> Look, every other club when they have injuries have reserve players to bring in from their under 20. Ours aren't, we're told ours aren't ready. Well, when are they going to be bloody ready? You know, you bring on, you bring on Troost, who is an awful footballer. Let's face it, Troost is, what a naive foul to give away at the end when they, when they whip that one in for the second. What a totally naive foul to give. We got out-muscled, out-bullied, Millwall wanted it more. Millwall cared more. Millwall had more hearts. You know, pound for pound, technically our players are better than theirs. That that that's 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 a given. Greg, Greg are they though, Greg? Because we see this time and time again. Are they? Yeah, I, th- I think so. Because if they are, too. why are they putting in that sort of performance? Millwall beat beat us on work rate, on gamesmanship, on niggly little fouls, on. Before let's you know, before Millwall scored their first goal, they looked like you know they were all over us playing beautiful, playing some nice football. When they scored, they sort of yeah. they sort of gave up playing the football and went to gamesmanship and niggles and this that the other. But Keenan Davis, why does he keep hold of the ball for so long? Release it. Well, he had that little run towards the end. Yeah, he had that little run towards the end, didn't he? And and, and just lost the ball. He is, you know, he he is a good, you know, at this level, he's probably a good footballer, but he is so left footed. He wants to get it on his left, and that's why he's not in the Premier League. That's why he's still at Aston. That's why he's not at Aston Villa and he's here because he is so, so one footed. Just dreadful, Justin. Absolutely Mm. dreadful. They wanted it more. Mm. We didn't want it, Justin. What do you. No. We didn't want it. There was no desire. No. I totally agree, mate. There was no desire. There was no fight. There was no. There was nothing about us. I mean, we from from kickoff, it just looked as if we were just sort of turning up. Are you going to Swansea, Greg? No, I haven't. I I didn't have a ticket. A uh, funny story, actually. I'm going away with the missus and the in-laws for a New Year's break in the Norwich area. I wonder why we're going to the Norwich area. Uh, uh, I think I can tell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. but then the game got the game got moved 24 hours, didn't it? So, uh, oh, yes, so, uh, yeah. We're, yeah. yeah, so, uh, we're having a, 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 an extra day down there, uh, over there or wherever it is. Just, just dreadful, Justin. Absolutely dreadful. This is a bloody mm. big transfer window for us. A bloody big one. We need lots of midfielders. Well, we, 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 there should be one coming in. Yeah. We should have Kone yeah, coming yeah, in and, yeah. and, and able to play. You know, I, I've um, just had an argument outside of the ground with that. Where you know, and I hate people that bite into other people's conversations. But he said, "Oh, I thought Sar had a good game." 
What fucking game are you? What, what fucking game are you watching? Like the guy, what is he talking about? The guy keeps, he was terrible. Keeps falling over. <laughs> no fight. No. You just touch someone. He goes down and the ah just. Dread, yeah, dread, well, dreadful, 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 dreadful. Massive window. Do I think we've got a cat's out? First or second, you're having a laugh. You are having a laugh, us being first or second. We, yeah, we might make, I agree. We might, we might make the playoffs, but this side won't go up. This side absolutely. Ron's going to come, come on. Well, they've got no hearts. They've got no hearts. Even even if they do go up, Greg, what, what are you going to do in the Premier League? With a team like that, I mean, it's just it's just embarrassing. It really is embarrassing. I mean, that might be the last home game you see Saar playing, potentially. Yeah. He might be going in this window. I suspect he might. Uh, yeah, I've got to yeah. say, mate, uh, you've said it all. Take, your your, your take, lack of enthusiasm and... Take the money, go re- on. rebuild, have a big window. But, Gino, we're having all that, so, you know, every penny that's available in this club... We're having, and it's not going anywhere else. Buy some players. Mm. Buy, you know, Manga, yeah. Manga actually is the only shred of light I can see because he wouldn't have come unless Gino is prepared to invest. And that guy was sought after throughout Europe. So let's hope he well. gets given a rein to go and bring some players in. What do you think he might have thought after watching that? I think I'll go back to Frankfurt, please. <laughs> I think you're right. I think yeah, you're absolutely I, right. I, th- I think I'd like to go yeah, back to, it was, uh... I'd like to go back to Frankfurt because I've got a lot of work to do here. I've got a lot of I've got a lot of players. Oh. I've got a lot of players to bring in. Dread, dread, absolutely. Dread, absolutely. Dreadful. Well, Greg, it yeah. was nice to see you before the game, yeah, my friend. Yeah, you too, um, You too, you too. Keep up the good work. Enjoy the rest of your break. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Justin, I barricaded myself, if it's oh, all right, to come back. He's back. Yes, go on, Ron. Thank you, Greg. Cheers, Thank mate. you very much. Cheers, mate, Ron. Coming on. Ta-da. Cheers, Greg. Cheers, mate. Okay, Uncle Ron. Um, it's your turn. We've, we've seen this so many times before. They are an absolutely heartless, cowardly bunch of players. Petulance from Kamara to get himself off. Mm. Cowardice from Saar refusing to challenge. They don't care. And I'm afraid to say, not afraid to say, I'm never afraid to say anything. I can't believe I just said that. Um, The truth has to be said, rather, that Watford fans enable this culture. They enable it. Any other club, the the home fans would be going berserk. The players would be shitting themselves. They'd be shitting themselves no. at the home fans' reaction. And the Watford fans sit in silence. I'm sure some of them even clap them off. Well, it's scandalous. I they enable you, it. I don't know if you saw it, but Cabaselli was getting clapped off by the Sir Elton John stand as he went round. He was sort of high-fiving fans as he went off. So I don't know if you saw that or not on the TV, but it was. I was nudged and I was told I if that. Uncle Run saw that, so, no, yeah. I mean, uh, just, exactly. It enables it because if you clap that, if you refuse to condemn it, you allow it to continue. And we have seen this so many times before. And uh, Millwall, know, Millwall knew exactly what to do, get under the skin of the Watford players, um, sort of wind up these fancy damn bastards who think they're better than what they are, and, and we'll beat them. And you've got the owner who hands out 
I'm not talking about young players like Esprit, but people like Cabaselli, Trustekong, who are given contracts for life where whatever shit they dish up, and I'm sorry for swearing, I don't normally do it, but it merits it today. Whatever shit they dish up, it's irrelevant because they have a job until the end of their careers. Cabaselli is still there next year. Uh, Trustekong is there for years. Gaspar, the decrepit Gaspar is there for another year. And until people speak up and people talk about, you know, about Bassini, the players under Bassini had heart. John Eustace had a heart. John mm. Howie had a heart. And mm. they may have had less talent, but, but Watford fans want to take it time and time and time again. Mm. And until people speak up, well, it will continue. So, so, so how, how should Watford fans speak up? How do you think they should speak up? Well, at the game, there should be sort of vehement booing and, and um, abuse, not on a personal level, but abuse based on their footballing uh, cowardice directed at them. I mean, what would Millwall fans do if their players did that? Mm. What would they do? It's a good question. It's a good question. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I have to say that that was an abject performance today it was it was appalling from beginning to end by the entire team I mean okay look the early sending off it didn't help things we're down to 10 men blah 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 but at least put in a bit of fight and a bit of effort I I, I didn't see that across any of the team did you no not at all but we've we see this far too often and it's exactly what I say it is enabled by the Watford fans who the owner has the perfect club to do whatever he wants because he's never Criticised. There's a few of us who who dare speak up, but, but most don't. It, it's rotten. They're a rotten, horrible bunch. I'm not going to disagree with you. I'm not going to disagree with you. I mean, you know, if anybody actually did turn up today, they would have seen an absolute waste of their Boxing Day turning up to that game. I, I you know, really wish I hadn't bothered going and watched it on a on a stream instead. But I went. I think most people were kind of just chatting amongst themselves after half time and sort of, you know, making jokes and kind of, you know, not really watching the football at all. Cause it but was but that they, sort shouldn't, of they shouldn't, people should be respected. Watford, you know, the fans, they pay to watch the games. They, a lot of people travel long distances. They oh, make an absolutely. effort. They're emotion, they have emotion mm. and passion for the club mm. and it shouldn't be insulted. No, at the minimum is effort and uh, and caring. They're not going to care. They're all going to go home, and then no one's no one's day is going to be ruined. Oh, you'll hear the same poisonous sound bites of "Oh, we need, we know, we need to do better." Oh, mm. we should go again. Mm. No one's upset. No one's no. upset in that dressing room now. Nobody. Mm. That's the problem. No, I'm inclined to agree with you. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to let you go, uh, Uncle Ron, because there's lots of people that want to speak. But thank you very much for your uh, contribution once again. It's always um, greatly appreciated. Enjoy the rest of your day. Merry Christmas to you. Let's bring in – I'll tell you what, I'm going to bring in Peter the, as a co-host. Uh, hello, Peter. How are you? Hello, all. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, you got home okay I, Yeah, I got home. Kind of sorry, I had to park a mile away and my back's playing me up, so trying to get back to it was a bit of a nightmare, but never mind. Anyway, don't worry about me. Let's go and listen to some of these other people who want to say something. Everybody's listened, Absolutely. listened to me quite long enough, uh, as far as I'm concerned. 
Well, if you, if you want to trawl along the uh, five-word match reviews, because I think there are some, some you might not be able to read out, because I think some of them are a little bit sweary. But before you do that, Peter, Boxing Day matches. <laughs> am I right or am I right? <laughs> on the evidence of today and on the evidence of the fact that I had to go back to 1994 to remember my favourite Boxing Day, yeah, you, you may have a point. No, today was, today was <laughs> shit with bells on, but let's hear what everybody else has to say before, uh, before, before coming yeah. to me. But, yeah, you win that particular one. Never mind. Thank you very much. All right. Well, I'll bring in Neil. So you're co-host now, so you can yeah, kind of... Yeah, I'll uh, join in. No worries. Yeah, because uh, my batteries are, are on a little bit on the low side. What I'm going to do is bring in Neil Silverstein next. And uh, have you noticed this all looks a little bit different, by the way, with the um, the setup? It all looks a bit odd to me. I'm not quite familiar with this. But anyway, Neil Silverstein, good afternoon to you, mate. How are you? Yeah, uh, I'm all good, actually, considered. You can't yeah, I be. Can. You must no, be mad no, no, no. or drunk. And I'll tell you why, right? <laughs> We're fucking deluded if we expected any different, right? It has been exactly the same for the last season and a half, if not longer. Therefore, I had no expectation of anything today. The squad's in balance. There's not enough competition for places amongst the, the side. Therefore, the majority of the players, no matter what they do in training or on the or previous weeks, they get a start. Keenan Davis, you know, yeah, he does battle, does try hard, but there's no competition. What's the alternative? And if there isn't an alternative, you just naturally, your performance drops, right? So we've had that all season. The games that we've played or we've got a result, it's been the cracks have been papered over by either a, a moment of magic from one or two of the, the unpolished turds that we've got amongst the squad. If Sar if <laughs> can be asked to turn up, he's got a chance of doing what he did against West Brom. Mm -hmm. Other than that, you, you just he just drifts as he did today, bottles it. Uh, shows no heart, shows no desire, and, and, and just looks an absolute, I wouldn't even say a shadow of the place for Senegal, but at least when he goes there, he's got competition. He realises he's got to do something to start the next game. Problem we've got is, at the moment, it's like last man standing that actually plays, right? And that's a fundamental issue that's, that comes from the club and the way that... Well, sorry, go on. But that's recruitment, surely. That's got to be recruitment. Yeah, surely. and that's why I'm saying that the recruitment is absolute dog shit and has been for five seasons. The you know the options and, and you know it's not even options, right? Because that none of them are really options. That centre back are just farcical. Tell me any other club that it, um, either Troost, Cabba, maybe even Cascot gets into. Well, I agree, but we also have Sierra Elta, don't we? And Courtney Halls, where are well, they? Well, Courtney Halls is fucking dead, isn't he? Right? <laughs> well, he must be, because I haven't heard hide nor hair of him for about four exactly. or five months. Exactly, it's your point about recruitment. Why, why recruit and retain, which is probably the worst part of it, a player that is not able to be selected? Absolutely mental. And that, that's, that's the, that is the recruitment team, but that's what they've done uh, for, for, well, two, two and a half, three, four, five, however many long seasons they've been there, right? It, and it all, all goes back to Pozzo. He allows it to happen. I mean, Ron used the word, it's the culture of the club is now a, what they call a low-performing team, a high-performing mm -hmm. team. You reward the high performers and you address the poor performance. Slavin can't address the poor performance because there's no other fucking available player to play in there. So mm -hmm. they naturally just rotate in and they stay there and all the, the, the performance levels drop. And and people stop caring, right? And and I'm sorry, anyone that think manga's going to be the magic answer for everything. Well, I was about to say, are you expecting a really good transfer window? But I guess what, not. Why would you, right? Because at the end of the day, who whose signature goes on the checks? 
Well, it's got to be Pozzo, I guess. Well, I, I agree. And therefore, it's just a different puppet that's gone in there. And the fact that he's added to uh, the Butterfly Man with Manga, why? Fuck the, fuck the idiot off. He's the one that's responsible for it. But, you know, Pozzo is deluded and delusional and just fucking greedy, right? And he's killing the club. He's taking out his money and is right. And I don't always agree with everything that Ron says afterwards. I don't fucking understand, but that's another story. It, but the, it, Pozzo, has, he's got us in a sweet spot. And, and until we do something different, it will just carry on. Duxbury, where's he gone? Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, you, you, I, I agree. <laughs> but, but what do we need to do different then, in your opinion? Well, I, I, I'll go back to we need to, to make it known and make them feel uncomfortable. In, not in a in a in a nasty way, but just sh- and, and, and uncomfortable. I mean, Pozzo, first of all, well, you can't fault the players, right? They, they're put in that position, right? And 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 um, if a mediocre player is given a contract that sets them up financially for life, you take it. It's the idiots that are offering it that are the problem, not those that are accepting it. That, right. So you've got to make Pozzo feel uncomfortable. So how do we make Pozzo feel uncomfortable? Is it time to get? banners out i mean can i remind you that before the the kickoff today we were third in the table so anybody that's not a watford fan would go well why do you get why are you getting banners out you're third in the table and you're one of the favorites to go up if if you look at that league was it blackburn that well they won 10 and lost 10 draw none The, the, the gap in that league is so small it's it's not just the results right it's the performance and it's it's the future outlook of the club i agree but I'm I'm playing devil's advocate as someone that doesn't watch the matches and doesn't realise how bad the performances are, etc. But it's, again, it's not just the performance; it's the culture. It's the it's the it's the cause and the effect. What we're seeing is the effect on the pitch. The causes in the boardroom, right? So for me, I'll go back. It, it's it's a we, we all know the entrance where Pozzo goes in and out. That's the area to be vocal. Once you go in, the, once you go into the ground, as a supporter, you support the team to start with, right? At the end of the game, if they've not performed, you let them know. And clapping anybody that that pulled on the shirt today is again and deluded and really not helping the problem. But when when they yep. step on the pitch, you you support the team because you've got to give them a chance, right? But out off the pitch, that's where you make it uncomfortable. Separate the two. It's difficult though, isn't it? Because, like I say, people that your casual fan that goes and watches matches probably thinks today, oh well, it wasn't our day. We lost two 0 to Millwall. I'll go about my Christmas now, and we'll, we now move on to Swansea. Whereas people that kind of invest themselves really heavily will think there's something fundamentally wrong here. But it's very difficult to address. But I think if you mobilise, if there was about 100, 150, it starts to get momentum. Right, but something has to be done different, and something has to change. Well, I mean, just sorry, just coming in and kind of adding my my two penneth. I mean, for me today, and also the the game at the Den, we, we've seen a team built on a much smaller budget that we're playing against. But the the real two fundamental differences are organisation and aggression. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that they, cha- you know, Millwall have channeled being aggressive in the championship to a to a absolutely fine art. They came on and effectively, we are a team who is easily bullied. They saw that at the den and they came out with every intent of bullying us today. So, I mean, in terms of the uh, the characteristics and the traits that we need to recruit for, we need to recruit people who can stand up to this. People who are, um, I've described us as having a lot of, you know, kind of beaters in a world of alphas. You know, you don't tend to 
to get many shrinking violets in professional football as a result. But Christ me, we seem to have got a monopoly on the thing, especially, especially at the back. If you look at Jake Cooper today, I mean, he is an absolute blueprint for, for something that you need in the championship, which is somebody who is strong, tall and dominant because all th- all three centre-backs that we had in that second half are not dominant personalities and we, we've we've talked about this all the time. Everybody has called it, you know, for crikey, close season and, and transfer window after transfer window that what we need is a strong, dominant centre-back to take to take control. We know we've got like the equivalent of the black plague in midfield. So we need something similar in there, somebody who can dominate it. A question I'd like to ask you, Neil, sir, because we'll see whether or not Manga and uh, Helena Costa, who's also kind of head of scouting now, comes in and identifies better players for, for Gino to, you know, I don't know, thumb his nose at. If you can go back any time since you've been watching Watford, any one player as a Christmas present on Boxing Day that you can bring in, as a gift to this squad, who would it be? Former Watford player that you can suddenly go, there you go, you're 20 again, and I'm going to bring you in. Who would you Who would you have? And I'm not going to allow you to have uh, John Barnes, Luther Blissett or Troy Deeney. You know, okay, first of all, before I answer the question, your, your point about the aggression, for me, that actually comes from desire. That's a component Could of that. Do. So I, I think that, that, that that's where that comes from. To answer your question, I'll go actually go Gavin Marn. Nice. That's a shout. That's a good right. shout. And, and, and the reason is, he, I, I used to love watching him play, and it, it frustrated me listening to other fans around me because he just did all the dirty work. He, he would take one for the team, but he, you know, recycle, kept it simple. But he, you knew that, you know, every moment he was on the pitch, he did a hundred and ten percent of 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 effort, and, and he wasn't going to left wanting. And what he did, he raised the performance from those around him. Right, so I think you said that, that you know you, you speak about the three centre backs and their uh, you know their, their their paper sort of like character they've got. It doesn't have to be a centre back. I you give it a centre midfielder, and, and obviously you, you you didn't allow me Troy, which is the natural last leader that we yeah. had. But that's the characteristic. We're just a pair, a player with a pair of bollocks that's going to stand there and call out another player in the side that's not doing what they should be doing. I mean, I'd, I'd even put cleverly back in there. I mean. You know, the, the, the challenge that Saar, well, no, it's not a challenge. The the, the standing impact that, that Saar took that meant him going off. If Cleverly's in there, he's bollocked him, right? He's got himself hurt by not having the balls to go for the ball. And that's what you need. You need somebody that's got a pair of bollocks and a voice box. Very good. Very good. Very good. I'm going to go and I'll leave it. Right, Joe. Have a good one and um, enjoy the rest of the uh, the festive period. And, um don't make don't don't get your hopes up too much for Swansea or Norwich. <laughs> I won't. Don't worry. I won't. We'll see. We'll see. Let's get let's get Carl in because Carl's sitting there waiting. And then Wendover, we're going to come to you because you got your hand up. But uh, let's say hello to, uh, uh, to to Mr. Carl James. Carl. Uh, well, well, hello. Good afternoon. Hello, How are sir. we? How are we? Hello, Carl. Yeah, yeah. Boxing Day, eh? Great, great matches, aren't no, they? No, Justin, your your problem with Boxing Day was Boxing Day, not not. The games. <laughs> no, 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 it's the games. No, no, no. Box, boxing Day is a good day. Listen, there, there, there's a couple of things, though. I've, I've just heard somebody bigging up Gavin Marn. What the fuck? He's a crab. He used to go side to side. What? 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 Yeah, but he had, he had, he had a little bit of, you know, he, he got us to no, the to the no, to the Premier no, League. No, no. Listen, there, there, there's there's plenty more players that we could pick out than Gavin Marn. Gavin Marn used to get slated on our podcast, on this podcast, for being side player. For being a, a, a Mr. Crabby and all, no, all, all, all right, the hey. other things. Hey, Cole, 
that's Neil's call. Who would your call be? Any player other than Deanie, Blissett, Barnes, and now Gavin Mon, because he's already gone. Who, what you kind what, of player? What kind of character do we need? The we need today. I'll tell you, you Pete, straight off, on. straight off, I'll tell you, he's the nicest man in Watford, probably the world, Nigel Gibbs. Nigel Gibbs? Nigel we Gibbs. Need- How's Nigel Gibbs taking control of that game? Bearing in mind, he described himself as not an impact substitute. You know, he wasn't. He's not somebody who makes an impact on the game. He kind of slowly grows in. Yeah, but you... you're talking about you're talking about in, impact substitutes. What what what? We're not. We, what impact players do we have at the moment? The whole club is rotten to the core. What you've just seen today, guys. Honestly, it's fucking awful. But but, but Carl, but Carl, what I said to somebody else a minute ago, possibly Uncle Ron, was. We are third in the table. We are. So anybody yeah, else no, looking But Justin, are, are we going to the Premier League? Tell me that now. Are we going well, to the Premier League? Potentially. Are potentially, we? if we win games. Justin, I'll, tell you, I'll, tell you might... now, I'll tell you this now. Right, quote me on this. You can come back to me on this. We are not going to the Premier League. We are fucking dire. What you've just seen today, we are not going to the Premier League. It is fucking... But, it's a but joke. why are we dire? But why are we die? I would say to you that we've got a missing midfield. We've got a okay. defence that's a little right. kind so of when, when's the midfield? So when's the midfield going to come back? In January when these guys that we don't know from uh, whoever's going to bring these players in. So, so when's our midfield going to come back? When's all these players going to come back? They're not going to come back in well, time. I don't know. I don't know. What's you're, 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 you're delusional. You're delusional if you think we're going... I'm not. I'm not. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. I know. Yeah, so. but play it. But I'll, I'll tell you. We are not going to the Premier League. There and you if go. we do go to the Premier League, what's the fucking point? What is the fucking point of going to the Premier League? No, well, that, that, there I agree with you. There I totally agree with you. What is we the fucking point? Sport. Because what what are we going to achieve? The square root of fuck all. What you've seen today, guys, is is listen. It's not Billy's fault. It's not you know it, the, these people that are now being bring in. But we got a two three year plan now. These guys that are coming in now to to scout and do all those things that doesn't happen over a season those that know football that doesn't Peter you know football don't sit there and say this is this is going to be over and all of a sudden we're going to get all these fucking great players because we're not we're not going to get these great players this is this takes time it takes effort it takes it it it, it takes resilience which something is not related to Watford we got fuck all you saw that today it's fucking embarrassing it's awful and I, I, I'm not a doomsday guy. I'm not. That's not. That's not how I roll. I, I follow Watford all over the country. That's not how I roll. But we are fucking terrible. We are terrible. Millwall bullied us all over the park today, and fair play to them. I've now got to go. You guys will will counter this. I've yeah, now absolutely. got to come off. I've now got to come off this call and go and join yeah. a fucking Millwall podcast <laughs> to apologise. <laughs> Being a because I said we're going to win 3 0 today, and I'm fucking embarrassed, honestly. I'm ashamed of what I saw today. It's fucking awful, guys. Come on, it's terrible. I know, I know, listen, football is football, things will change, blah blah blah. But it's fucking embarrassing. Come on, look look at what you saw today, mate. It was, it was bloody awful. It really was, and but you're right. Peter, there bloody are, awful there is not. Are no, it is not. It is not. Bloody awful is not what we saw today. Pathetic is what we saw today. No want, desire. Those things that you're as a football fan, you fucking. That's what you. That's the minimum. The minimum you expect. It was not there today. It was fucking dreadful. It was not there. It's listen. Christmas is a is a is a time for families, and Watford's a family club. But Watford need to fucking owe us one now. They need to come into the bars around Watford and buy us a drink. 
because all these football supporters that have come out on this cold, horrible day, they owe them one. Big time. And I'm going, I'm not going to Swansea because Swansea's too far on a Friday night. Fuck that. But I'm going to Norwich and I expect a lot, lot, lot more. Quite right, too. Quite right, too. Fair enough. Cole, off you go, sir. That Millwall podcast. I'm sure yep, you'll I'm, go. Good Must man. Go. Good man. I look forward to hearing that later. There go there goes Carl, who on the preview show predicted 3-0. And uh, yes, we we did rather commit him to go in and say hello to uh, uh, to the Millwall fans. Uh, Wendover Hall, before we go to Martin, Wendover Hall, you had your hand up, sir. Do you want to come off of uh, off of mute and just let us know what you what you wanted to add? Yeah, yeah, I've I, I've already been on, so I'll be very uh-huh. sure. I want to answer your question: What player from the past would I bring back into Fire the away. team? John Eustace, John Eustace, a leader that cared and fought and fought and put application in and ran and cared and had hearts. John Eustace is my answer. Well done. Well said. No, that's very good. That's very good. And that was that was sort of my yeah. point. But I won't go into that because let's hear what other people say as well. Greg, have have a good uh, have a good week, sir. Cheers, Cheers mate. mate. Cheers, mate. See you See later. You there you go. There he goes. Now let's go off to the big Lebowski. Let's add him in as a speaker. He's been waiting. Then we'll be coming to Rich. Then we'll be coming to George, and then we'll be coming to Sean and Charlie. Hopefully, KFC is open on Boxing Day. The Big Lebowski, are you there, sir? Because oh, I'm here. Where, where do we start? You tell me. Well, uh, I left at half time. The first time I've ever what you left at half time. Left at half time because I saw no way back. No way back, and I was right. I saw no fight. We made them look like Real Madrid. I mean, look. They came on to us the whole of the first half. We were at home. We knew what we were expecting, right? I think Slav, you know, would you blame Slav? Do you think that he got his, you know, that he, 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 no, he wouldn't, right? I, I, it's not his fault. Well, I can't blame Slav. It's, it, there, there isn't a, a, a big enough squad or a, a rich enough squad to compete with Millwall today, I think. Okay, Go. man for man, right? If you match man for man the potential skill, the perceived potential skill of each of our players, would you really think that Millwall would pummel us? No, well, none of us turned up thinking that. I, th- I don't well, think it comes down to skill. Look at look no, at the two look at the two right, players. The way, look yeah. at the yeah, look at the two yeah. players who've been called out so far as a moment. And I know Carl disagreed with uh, with with Gavin Mon because yeah, he was accused of being kind of crab like and rather a bit negative perhaps. But you, you had him and John Eustace enforcers, physicality, strength, and trying yes. to kind of dominate possession, and then give it to the players who have skill. We had nobody to feed into. The, the players who had who had some ability and we didn't really have we you know the the whole point that Neil made about the desire or as I called it the aggression fight, you know to, to go in said, there and fight, yeah. yeah yeah go in and impose yeah. yourself on this game and that's yeah. what an alpha that's what an alpha will do you'll go and impose himself on the game a beta will, will play sec- alphas, second fiddle go on. Our, our alphas wouldn't fucking pass so you you know what they're trying to roll it into the net I mean even Davis you know he he tried you won't say he didn't try but he but he's bad, bad decision making, you know. Well, and by the way, sorry, just to say gone. that Kamara incident. I mean, that's what that's the sort of shit that made me leave. That was right in front of me. I could try to figure out whether whether there was a Millwall incident where they some one of their players is going to go. But I saw Kamara do a wrestling move right in front of the the ref, you know. And that's just not on. I I I I went home because I've got family, the kids are back from uni, 
and I could justify going to Watford because I've got a season ticket and they all know Brett loves Watford and take the piss out of him. And and I couldn't justify being in that ground any longer against him fucking family. It was a disgrace, absolute disgrace. And 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 we could we could put it down to, you know, any of it. There's the excuses, but at the end of the day, you know, they're on a pay packet. And 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 they need to show up. And the idea that Millwall could dominate, absolutely dominate us for the majority of the game is a joke. I think they did There's it no to, for, for two games. games. Coming today, by the way. There's no fucking blue cheese bag. <laughs> today. I'm I'm livid. I'm really I'm really I, I can't remember a game where I would justify myself walking out. And feel like I made the right decision. My thought on Davis, and this is just me, so please, anybody who wants to disagree, please do, because this is I've your thought. I've got more to say, Peter, me. by yeah. the way, but, but carry on. Lovely. We'll come back to you for more. Yeah, My yeah. idea about, about Davis is that he gets fed up of waiting for the ball to come. He comes looking for it. But the problem is he gets he it and he turns. So and, and, yeah, and then there's nobody makes a run in advance for him. There's nobody who yeah. thinks, ah, he's gone the there. and have. Yeah. Yes, you, exactly who you would think might might do so, who will go, right, you've got to be able to get it to pass it forward. So he keeps it and he retains it too long. That doesn't mean that he makes good decisions. You know, he should basically get in, win the ball, lay it off and then get back up there again, rather than having to look to try to make a hallelujah ball. But I just don't think he saw that. I mean, I thought Delhi Bashiru did did well, bearing in mind that he was practically on his own in the centre. Yeah. I thought he, he, he still shows us some... Some signs of a, of, of a yeah of a player coming through wanting to put his foot on the ball, wanting to take responsibility, but he's not. He can't do that on his own against three in the centre who are all prepared to to you know basically bite bollock and fight if they need to. It, it's astounding, really. And and what's Bakuna doing? Well, he's he's played about. I worked it out about five games since the start of the year, and I mean. 2022 he played he basically played I think three games for, uh, for for Cardiff he played two games for Curacao and now he's played obviously against Huddersfield so he he's not fit he's somebody that they have bought in because we have absolutely nobody in midfield and the one thing we didn't want to have to do again was drop Yao Pedro deep but of course we lost Yao Pedro today so what did we get what did well, we get out from we that, got exactly what we got against Hull can I just update you on that? Mikey has actually sent me a message saying Pedro ankle ligament yeah. injury oh, doesn't look good. A call lav. It could be a, a bad. It, it, it depends. It depends. Ankle Last injuries. Comment. You get. You get. You get one. Um, uh, level one. Level two. Level three. Level one could be two to three weeks. It, it could be okay. It could be heavy icing, strapping, and then getting back on. But it was surprising that they threw him back on. Last point. Last, Last point. There, Brett. And then I'm going back, to Martin. Backman distribution. Fucking terrible. That's good. That'll do me. That's it. That that's that'll it. do me. So go and Christmas, go and spend some time with that I family. I've that just you... opened a bottle of Jameson's, <laughs> and I blame and I blame Watford Football Club for my my cirrhosis. There you go, everybody. They go Watford. You owe you owe Brett a bottle of Jameson's. Apparently, Martin, Martin, sir, how are you? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Let's say that. Merry Christmas. It's still boxing. Don't you? <laughs> God damn it. Absolutely. There we go. God, that was awful. But what did you think, sir? Well, where do I start? <laughs> Basically, our team is a joke. Millwall, twice in a matter of months, just completely destroyed us. There's no compassion. There's nothing from us. The only player on that pitch who I thought fought a little bit was Ken Semmer. He 
puts his life for the mm-hmm. shirt. He's a good player in this at uh, this level. And the guy who I can't remember his name who says uh, that we're not going up. I completely agree that we're we're in the top six, yes, but we're lucky to be there in my point because this is not the only game. Yes, we've won a lot of games, but we have we can't seem to pass the ball great. We always give it away, and there's just nothing there. Well, we had we had uh, Alex from that Millwall podcast, which is where Carl, who said made that comment, has now scurried off to to apologise for having forecast a three 0 win. He came on and said the first time he came on, he said we have weaponized the den. The den is a horrible place to go, and we make it so, and everybody's in it together, and and you know everybody knows that. He said, but our away um uh, our, our away record it is is pretty bloody poor, and they started chanting, "How shit must you be?" we're winning away and they know that because that's not where they go they kind of um uh, and we look like the away side they look like they were playing yeah. dominant football and we just basically let them do it in, in my opinion but you know yeah. there you go but the reason that kept happening though is because they kept loofing the ball back to them and literally they, they wasn't even look what well, the other players wasn't even looking at who to pass to it's like they've got they've got players we've got players who've got who are too big for this? I think they're too big for this club, and they don't. They think, oh, I'm the main man. I'm not all the ages. I'd have to put effort in all the time. And that's our issue, um, and we need to change. We have to change. Absolutely. Well, just Justin and I went on something the the other week, and they said, uh, uh, you know, are you playoff spaces? Are you are you happy with that, or what do you think you I need to do? We're going to make playoffs. I don't think we're going to make playoffs. Well, I, 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 don't think I don't think we're good enough at all. Well, if you if you look at it, we're on thirty seven points. Thirty four points is QPR at the moment, and they're on twenty three uh, twenty three games rather than twenty four. It is going to be so yeah. tight and so competitive there that it's. Uh, well, I said from the start of the season, I think we'll we'll get we'll get top ten, but I think between seventh and eighth, that's where I think we're going to finish. I don't think we can't fight for it going up because if we go up. We're just going to go back down again because they're not investing in the club. The pot says they're just not doing it. They're bringing these so-called players, who some of them we've not even ever heard of, and literally they don't know. We've got a couple of good players who were missing, like loser. We we miss him terribly, and they're proof from Stoke mm. how good he was at Stoke. But no, we Saar has to go. And we get some money and get some players in that way. He has to go. Good stuff. Martin, before we let you go, you can sign as a Christmas present to the current Watford squad any player from the time since you started supporting Watford and for, for any position uh, apart from John Barnes, Luther, Troy, and now Gavin Mahon and also uh, John Eustace. Who would, who would you sign? I've been thinking about this. I'm stuck between two, two centre-backs. Uh, the one I've got to go for, I think we've got to go for Neil Cox. For me, Neil Cox. Neil Cox. Again, we come back to somebody who's got leadership qualities, who can organise, who can be... Yeah, there's definitely a trend here. I think this, this is a question I think we should have asked earlier. Why did we not ask this at the start of the year, Justin? We're so rubbish at this, honestly. I have no idea. We're, we're no shocking. Idea. Well, m- Merry Christmas, Martin. Thank you for your call, sir. Merry Christmas, guys. Take care. Have a great new year if we don't speak to you after uh, after Swansea. Hi, everybody. This is Ian Bolton, and I'm proud to be on uh, Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! No, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <whistles> at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. But now we need to go. We need to go to Rich, WFC2. Came on after after Huddersfield, very positive, wanted to say positive things. But after today, I think they came and did a performance on us like we did at Huddersfield last week in a way, because they could have had four or five, but didn't. Rich, how are you, Boxing Day, sir? Merry Christmas, sir. Merry Christmas to you. Not great, is it? I think we all knew what was happening today. And, and I'm just going to read you what Billy just said. Um, mm. And I quote, We worked hard all week. We prepared for Millwall and their strengths. And then we were not good enough from the first minute. It's hard for me to understand. Well, Slavin, it's hard for me to understand. We all knew what was coming today. But I'm afraid what we've got, we've got, we don't have a football team. We have a few individuals and unfortunately they're killing us. And in in Jao Pedro, in Ismail Asar, uh, young Esprilia that have come in, these are lovely, nice players, but we're not a team. A.D. Boothroyd's team that got promoted would have eaten Millwall up and spat them out in the dressing room, let alone the pitch. And unfortunately, we've got, we don't have anybody. Now, you're asking the question, who would you, you know, your question I thought was quite good, and that's become who's the player that you bring in, uh, you know, who would you bring in from the past? Yes. For me, and I'll, I'll explain to you, I'll give the name in a minute. Ooh, but I what, like these builds up, scorn. Yeah, but what we've got at the moment at Watford Football Club is we've got supporters with sitting on their hands or having hands in their gloves today. You could hear a pin drop in that ground at times. You could hear everything. It's silent. It's absolutely silent. silent. Now, you go back to the Luton game. What a difference that made. We lifted a team. We made them happen. We wanted that game. And it's like we've turned off the switch ever since. Now, so in Watford's case, I can't understand what's going on. I don't know what's going on with our supporters. I don't know what's going on with our so-called supporter group. I'm not, you know, I'm not criticising. I'm part of that solution. I, I'm trying to scream ahead off, and I'm just looking around, thinking, what on earth is going on? So you then look to the pitch. You look for something to spark you, and you think, where is it? And it isn't there. It really isn't there. Occasionally, Pedro does something. You know, I'll give Davis a bit of credit today. He came looking for the ball, as I think you said, Peter. But, mm-hmm. then, but then he's looking for Keenan Davis himself because yep. he's got no one to pass to. So he's going round in circles. He could keep the ball. He could hold on to the ball. And Millwall, I mean, are the most sort of, bless them, the most industrial team that you could think. Yep. Then, you know, they are 
they are a, a very good pub team. And I'm not being disrespectful because those type, types of teams get promoted. You know, they've got it all over the pitch. And every one, their number nine is five foot four, I think he probably was. He's the one who got the hat trick in the first Bradshaw, game. yep. Bradshaw. He run our defence. Our defence looked pathetic. I mean, Camberselli is, for, for, for the fans to applaud him as he went around the pitch, is just embarrassing. So I'll go back to my question. Where, do we, where does the spark come from? So I'll give you the name that I would say that did spark us all those years ago, a few years back now, was um, Adelaine Guadiara. He was loved Ooh. by the team. He had everything. He gave 100% on that pitch. He chased every blade of grass and he got the fans going. And that is the only thing that gets Vicarage Road going is players that do that. And there ain't one in that team at the moment that does it regularly. Um, and I just despair. Um, I mean, people talking about Nigel Gibbs, and I can see the Gavin Marm one because he was part of the booth. You know, mm-hmm. Nigel Gibbs was a magnificent player, but no way does he come on and spark the team. He's not the type to play it. And, you know, I could give a shout-out to Ben Watson as well. Sorry, I'll give you two there. I shouldn't have done that. But, I mean, <laughs> the players... These yeah. are the yeah. types of players that Watford Football Club don't have. And all we're going to get in January, if we even get anybody, um, is we're going to get another, you know, or we've, in fact, we've already got another Brazilian lad coming in who's all nice and flair. But no, if, if you're me today, and I've seen him three times, actually, I've seen him twice against Watford and I saw him in another game, you should go and buy the centre-half from Millwall. They won't yeah. sell him, but that's the sort of player you need. Our, set, our, our back line has needed a player like him in our team for years. Six foot, six foot eight or whatever he is, he's got a nice left foot on him, does all the dirty things, nothing thrilled, is in a massive threat. We've got Dan- nothing, danger nothing in both like boxes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Absolute danger. And I, I just look at them and I just think, I, I'm almost, I almost don't care. And, and that's so sad. I've come home, you know, I just, don't feel it. I look at it today and I just think, what a waste of a, you know, three or four hours on a, a Christmassy period. And, you know, we even we even changed a day to till tomorrow to, for another big family day because quite a few of my family are Watford fans and all wanted to be there today. And you walk in and you think, what an earth is that you know what did we have a shot i think we had one that went into about rose z of the the, the rookery and other than that where was the excitement you know dan backman's done his job today as best he can he stopped it being five nil or whatever it was you know and i've walked out the ground early and i never do that i hate doing that i just but i thought what what am i wasting my time i mean the the guy who said he left at half time i can understand it i mean Mm -hmm. you know my daughter's looking at me and she's saying well i said well all we've got to hope for now is we put a bit of passion in and we get another another yellow card from one of their players who's already been booked. We even the numbers up. The crowd get a bit excitable and so you always have hope in football, you know, but it never looked like it that, you know, Millwall were disciplined and, you know, and what Kamara did is just unforgivable. I mean, just unforgivable. I mean, I was trying to think was, did somebody say something to him along the, the nasty route, you know, and think, yeah, oh, we want that that was my only justification before, but I've seen it back now, and it's nothing to do. It's nothing to do with that. It's just it's plain petulance, and uh, and, and it, you just think, well, if you can't be bothered, why why are we? You know, it's um, well, it's rubbish. This 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 goes back to something that I I I spoke about probably three or four months ago, um, which is the fact that none of these players have got chants or songs for them because we don't connect Absolutely. to them. Absolutely. We do not connect to them. So you talk about the pin drop. Yep. I, I see the guy next to me 
it's just silent in here today. There's no chance. There's no singing. There's nothing. Yeah. Now, chants are always sparked by performances on the pitch, in my opinion. Yeah. So when something brilliant happens on the pitch, the crowd are up. They, they will then do a chant for the player that's done something wonderful on the pitch. We don't resonate with any of these players. No. None of them have got their own chant. So you look back to the team of 97, 98. Yeah. There's only one Stevie Palmer, mm. the, the Clint Easton song, the song for, for Peter Kennedy, the so, you know, Rocket Ronnie. They all had a song because they all put in a shift and they all looked like they wanted to play. Christ, even Matthew Spring had one. Matty Spring <laughs> used to be a scammer, but he's all right. Yeah, but, but, that, but that's exactly the point I'm trying to make. Exactly. None of these players actually look as if they care. So we don't resonate with them no and that that leads to the lack of atmosphere because there's no yep. songs for any of them no because nobody and nobody's got any, as you say nobody's interested there's just nothing and, and so so what changes how do we change it what's the answer you know? I, I wish but, i knew rich i yeah. wish i knew because we're stuck in a rut correct from what I see. correct it is it is that's the word it's exactly that i thought the luton game i thought whoa okay there was a little spark that got the you know we got the early goal and then it was a case of everybody got behind them but you never felt that today i didn't feel against the whole game you watched huddersfield last week and quite honestly that was a dreadful game really we sparked a bit for 20 30 minutes in the second half deserved the result but the whole game was exactly the same as today vicarage road as you know you talk about what the guy said about millwall weaponizing the mm-hmm. den you know my goodness vicarage road is there's <laughs> more noise going on next door bless it in the hospital you know yes. i mean it's it's just i don't i just don't I don't know. And somebody in that boardroom has got to take a really quick look about, right, how do we change the atmosphere? How do we change the dynamics? But the culture of the club is terrible, absolutely so, terrible. So, so so, the question that Peter posed was, if any player could come in and make a difference, which you answered. Yeah. So I'm now going to ask you, in this transfer window, um, which of those players would you be sad to see sold to another club? Sad. Um, well, I can't. I don't think I can answer that. I mean, uh, I mean Pedro, obviously. Um, yeah, but that, I mean, you know, I mean, that, 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 that guy is, a, you know, that guy's a world class player and will be. And of course, I'd be sorry to see him go. Although I expect it. Um, I've lost faith in Saar. You know, I saw today was gutless again, and um, I, I, I have sympathy for him because I don't think the team play to his strength. I don't think they ever have. Um, but I, I, I'm, I think we've got to sell him. I mean, people say, oh, we've got to sell him, so we bring the money in and we spend it, but we won't. We, we'll bring the money no. in and it'll go in somebody's big black pocket. You know, yeah. it won't be it won't be reinvested in quality. You know, we've got to hope that this man, manga guy brings in some rough cut diamond that's going to excite about it, but I ain't. But um, but no, I mean, yeah, okay, we've got our injuries. We've got, a, you know, midfield. But to be honest, you didn't need a midfield today because Millwall didn't need one. <laughs> um, so, and we couldn't match him. I mean, and that, I'm, again, I'm not having a go at Millwall. Yeah, no, no, not know. at all. Right, Graham, Taylor, Graham Taylor's team used to get labelled it. You know, you know, we used to go long, but used to go long with balls, and they went long, but they went long, and every bloody pass went to a man. I mean, we could. I mean, you take the last goal, right? The free kick. Forget the free kick for a minute. You go back. What are Watford doing? Watford are one nil down. They're trying to chase the game, and we are passing the ball side along yeah. the back, side along the back, and of course. We get ourselves into a rut and we're back in our own half and we're paying it sideways and then their bloke runs hard to get to the ball, closes down uh, Trusty Con, who gives away the free kick. Goal. You know, because we're 
pissing about with it, excuse my French, in the bloody, in our own half. You know, get the ball bloody forward, you know. He tried everything in that team, Slavin. Uh, Slavin won't put up with this. He'll walk, you know. Uh, he won't put up with this rubbish. I mean, he, you know, it, he if he isn't furious tonight, I'll be amazed. But uh, ultimately... We just don't have anything that comes on and you think, wow, you know, here's my man. He's the man that's going to turn it. We don't have it. We, uh, it's it's desperate times and somebody has got to get a grip of it. And you mentioned Duxbury, you mentioned Pozzo. These people are quiet as mouses, you know. There is, They know, that, you know, and I just... I just, I, I just looked to Watford fans and I just say, how much more are you prepared to sit with your hands on your, you know, sitting on your hands well, and letting this happen, you know. This, this, and, this is this is something that somebody else said. So, yeah. so what do we do? Do we start yeah, no. taking banners or? Well, <laughs> well, yes. I, I think ultimately, from the rookery where he where it's seen, you know, we're good at putting a nice big banner up when all is good of, you know, and, and that we've done in the past. But at what at what point do people accept it? But then, as we all know. You know, as we've seen today, you know, uh, Christian Cambaselli gets a bloody round of applause as he's walking around the pitch, having played disgracefully as much as the rest of the team. I mean, and we're, we're applauding him. Rich, I Rich, mean, I, let me uh, jump in there, if I may, because on some yeah. of the comments, Gary, a uh, good friend of the pod, hello, Gary, made a comment on here, which was he's obviously watching it um, on the red button or, or whatever, or, or on the, the Millwall feed. He said, Millwall commentator said, half of these players at Watford wouldn't last at the den with the lack of effort and attitude the fans would let them know and our fans mm. clap Cabaselli off echoing your point that, 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 that was there absolutely there's, yeah. there's some great points he's, all, he's also he's also wrong it's not half the team there's not one of their team would 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 get away with it openly or, you know not we, we, we like to use the word half whenever you're on yeah, yeah I mean, I'm, true, I'm running true, towards exactly. a 50-50 as I speak exactly, exactly. <laughs> he's, he, the other I one know. he said was Millwall commentator said Saar hasn't won a 50-50 header all game he's not up for it today no. and it is that you no. know when, when people said we just haven't got the players we haven't got the players we've got players we've yeah. got technical players we haven't got the character yeah. In the players, yeah, that's you know yeah. we don't have a team. You, you look at everything that that people have said so far, and we're going to sure we're going to come to you in just a minute, mate. Sorry, um, it, but people have asked for players with character, players with determination, players who can do the dirty jobs, players who can get yep. the ball and either lead by example. In the case of Gediura, because you know he was he mm. wasn't one for yeah he, he used to kind of you know kind of uh, pump his fist and have a go at people on occasions, but he was more a the the level of work rate that he put in, the ground he covered, the getting forward, the being all over the place. Today we'd have a throw in, no movement whatsoever. We'd have a set piece, no movement whatsoever. Um, we have the ball in free play, and the only person coming and showing for it and having to come incredibly close is Davis, who then gets it and can do nothing exactly. with it because no one else is moving. Um, and every ball goes backwards. You know, it's just incredible. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. Rich, go and have a lovely yeah. uh, rest of Christmas and uh, and New Year, sir. And uh, We'll, we'll see how we get on against the Swans. We shall see. We shall see. Well, God help it. God help us with Grimes in their <sighs> midfield destroying us on Friday. That'll be a treat because we haven't got. We they definitely have got a midfield, and we certainly haven't. God help. Exactly. Us. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Have a good one, sir. Have a good one. Yeah, right. Bye. Let's see bring in Sean slash Charlie. Sean slash Charlie. How are you? Are you anywhere near <laughs> KFC, or have you had enough white meat for to, to pelt dogs with? No, we're not. We're. Um, I've just done something mental. I've just dropped Charlie off at the Wick and Wanderers three o'clock kickoff. So he's doing two games today, back to back, and I'm uh, hoping, bless him, that it goes a lot better today. 
fucking beam me up. What the fuck is going on? I usually have something quite positive to say of the way that we're playing, or at least something that's quite uh, obvious, but all of the rest of the callers have said the same. It comes down to fight, bottle, determination, want, will, passion, um, loyalty, uh, trying to release respect the badge. I don't expect them to kiss the badge and be all, uh, I'm a hornet and uh, I was born here. I expect some sort of an effort to at least say to the fans, it's Boxing Day. Thank you very much for turning up. Agreed. Agreed completely. We're, we're getting, we're getting, we're getting nothing. And 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 I've also, I've been, I've been Camp Village. I'm not disappointed with him being here as a manager, but he is getting quite close to the stage now where I'm thinking you've had time with these boys now. And I do appreciate that you've got a load of shit to work with and you have been given, you know, some, some shit cards and people will talk about injuries and all the rest of it. But, you know, making a substitution in the 89th minute when you won nil up, that's not game management to me. That's just fucking logic. Um, and that's savvy, but you know, I mean, one nil down today, 10 men, we, he goes to a, a five, two, two, that five. Then what I hate is that these two wide players were standing wide and we were getting that ball sometimes to that midfield two. We were mm -hmm. turning, we were looking at the man on the wing and we fucking turned him down to turn back inside to nothing. And then it came backwards and then it had to come sideways to the, to the, to the boys that are sitting in the, in, in the pocket again, these boys must be getting told to do stuff like this. Um, we're talking about January. Everyone's putting their hopes in January. Well, I think, I think that, um, that our new sporting director or whatever fucking role he's got chief, uh, chief scout or who he is or she is, they must be sitting there rubbing their fucking hands together because what can they put? They must have their little black book of names and, and people dotted around that they've looked at and thought they could bring fucking anyone in anyone. And it's going to, and it's going to be a, 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 a massive, massive improvement on some of the shite that we're putting out there today. I noticed you, you said earlier about Bakuna. He's only played like five games in a year. Yeah. Yeah. What's he doing on the fucking pitch then? Because and, we've got and, absolutely nobody else in midfield who is capable of even walking or sitting on the bench, including. How have we not got? If that Bakuna must have played a couple of behind closed door games before today, right? He stood there on that centre circle and he stood next to one of their players and didn't move. He didn't show for the ball once. He didn't look like moving. He didn't come sideways. Nothing. He stood. There's one thing you say to yep. kids football, make them mark you. Don't make it easy for them and go and stand next to the centre back. He fucking stood next to their centre midfielder and he didn't move. Now, telling them to man to man mark someone's fine. But when we're in possession and we're looking at going forward and he's standing still, I'm not having it. And what one point, at one point, he sprinted forward for fucking for no reason whatsoever. Yes. And I thought, I don't know where he's going. And sure enough, they had a shot that went over the bar. And who was it? It was the man that he left. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I, I don't know if I'm in the wrong or what here. But I mean, surely that's just that's just choice. And that's management. And then someone will also come on and say, we're not. It's down to our fitness staff. And it's down to our what are we doing to these players? We, we're signing the wrong players. And, and we know that. Of course we do. 
what what's going to happen in January? We're looking at January, aren't we? As to be this big, you know, we've been here before, guys. What were we? Were we seventh in the Premiership? And everyone went, oh, January, cough. We can just bring in that centre back and striker. Doesn't happen. <laughs> you're sitting, you're sitting a point within relegation. Oh, January, if we can just bring in that centre back and striker, I reckon we can stay up. Doesn't happen. This season we got fucking promoted. If we can just bring in that striker and that centre back, oh, we didn't happen. But luckily. The arse fell out of Bournemouth and Reading, and 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 and, it, and we got lucky. We're sitting here again now, aren't we? We know it's not coming. It's easy to say that they've brought in this Kone. Well, why is he nowhere else? It's easy to say that we've brought in this young Brazilian lad, and fingers crossed, brilliant, and I hope it all goes well. But but you can imagine being in that in that interview room, can't you, with the Potsos? Right, we need a keeper. Well, you're not having one because he's good, and you've got ten million pounds worth of uh, Nigerian excellence there that hasn't you haven't given a kick to. Okay, well, we need a centre back. Well, you're not having one because uh, you these two have kept a clean sheet for the last three games apart from today, and the two that you've got on the bench uh, were the best defensive duo in the championship the last time you got brought up. Oh, okay. Well, we need a fullback then. Well, you're not because Semo's kept three clean sheets when he was there, and this other bloke there's got a European medal from the last two years. Okay. Well, we need a centre midfield. Okay. Well, you got six on the bench. All right. Uh, uh, uh. Well, we need a centre forward. Well, you've got eight million pounds worth there, and if you look at Bio's record of how long he's spent on the pitch compared to how many goals he's scored, it works out about one every forty. Uh, so playing more. You can just see the arguments, can't you? You can, you can I, hear I think it. You're, I think you're absolutely right in everything that you've said there. However, I'm going to do it again and play devil's advocate. If, if there are, what, uh, 20, 20, 19 teams below us at the moment that would love to be where we and are? You're, and you're right. I, I, you're right. And, 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 and we're third in the league. I mean, we're, we were third in the league. And you do. You have to tip your hat and think, Fuck me. But this is this is that devil's advocate thing, isn't it? It's like when we show the show a force, but we're third in the league. Why are you showing a force? They're doing something right. We didn't want Rob to go. He brings in Billich, but on paper, it looks like we're doing something right. Difficulty we've got here is this is why the fans aren't giving it. Because they know, and I, I honestly believe this, we know that if there wasn't a fan in that stadium, nothing to change. I, I honestly believe that. I agree, and and that's that's the difficulty. I, agree. I think their business model shows that as well, and 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 it shows that actually it's not about the you know I mean add up all the season ticket sales for twenty thousand you know for seventeen thousand you know you, you you're talking a you're talking a couple of million it's, yeah. it's nothing, and this is the problem. They're not they're not bothered. They're not bothered, and and I think that's the problem with the fans. We've actually got to the stage where where well, I think we all sit there thinking. Well, nothing will actually change. I, I clapped Cabaselli, okay? I sat, I sit next to the away fans, and the reason I clapped him is because he was getting so many pelters from the Millwall fans as he walked past them. I clapped because I was trying to give some respect to the badge to, somewhat, to show in that, look, you, you're, you're slagging him, but he's wearing our badge. So I tried to clap, as well as others, to try and drown out the noise because he was getting utter pelters from, from the Millwall lot. But trust me, I, he is not my name on the, on the team sheet. Um, he goes above Troost, but not above anyone else for me. 
Um, so, so just very quickly before you go, because I've, I've asked other people this, how do we change this then? What, what do we do as fans or, or, or what happens to change this? Well, th- this is it, isn't it? Th- th- this is it. I mean, you want there to be some sort of a link and, and we're getting to the stage now where no one knows where Duxbury's gone. Um, we, it's it's deaf, deaf ears and, and, and it's not happening. Do we start putting out placards? Do we start standing in the road? Do we stand outside with 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 um, with posters and T-shirts and all the rest of it? I don't know. It's for me. It, it's almost as if something different needs to happen. I don't think that's gonna that's gonna help them. Do we do we all go to the women's game and hope that all of the revenue that comes from the women's game is actually going to Wilston or wherever they're playing and and, and not us? It almost needs. I'll tell you what. You know. I've, I've been to some women's games. They don't have to put the shift yeah, in, mate. I, I, They're playing I, a lot better than the men. I have as well, mate. And I've got to, I've got to be honest. I've, yeah, yeah, superb. Um, I, I, I don't know. But, you know, but you know, it, it's funny. You, you asked the other question as well. Who, who would, you, who would yep. you bring back? Well, I mean, I, I haven't got the longevity as you guys have. Um, and it's a very, very easy name for me to say um, Alman Abdi, which I'm sure is on the tip of everyone's lips for the creativity and stuff. I'm not necessarily mm-hmm. saying he'll, he'll carry the team on his back, but we, that is what we are lacking and what we have lacked. There is just no link between the midfield and the striker. They, Davis tried to do it today, but with the greatest respect to Davis, that's not your role. That's not what you're good at, mate. And actually, when you do get it deep, because you've come away, there is no one to give it to. But personally, I think what we absolutely are crying out for is... Um, is an Agalo when he was at his top of his game, last half championship, first half premiership. We've got no one that goes anywhere near the six yard box. Um, we've got no goal sniffer. We've certainly got no toe poker. And uh, for something, trying to get on the end of something, then, you know, give if I could take anyone from today and keep someone, it'd be that Tom Bradshaw. He fucking killed us. He works that hard, man, doesn't he? He works very, very, works, very hard. He, works, he shadows, he pulls away, he moves, he never stops. He brings a defender over to where he is, and then he just he, he'll drop back five yards. So the defender's going, uh, 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 "Do I go with you? Do I do I do I stay? Now you've got five yards between us. I don't know what to do." He that that boy will score goals. He looked like a Kevin Phillips. He score. He will score goals at a decent level if he's got the players around him. Well, the funny thing is, we we had Alex on from uh, that Millwall podcast, and and he said uh, he kind of laughed and said about Bradshaw. He said he hasn't scored since he scored against you. Well, oh God. It, the thing is, if somebody makes those runs, it, in a way, they don't have to score because they're still proving their worth. We talk about attitude, and we talk about willingness, and we talk about desire. What was really interesting for me with Bradshaw was the number of runs he made when the ball didn't come. He didn't throw a yes. hissy fit. He didn't yes. have arms up in the air. He was he was shuffling back in, I, and I'll go I'll go again. And it was I just he just my, kept making runs. Him. I pointed to him and I said to my son. Um, I said to him, look at him, sprint through the middle there for the long ball that never come. When was the last time we had a player do that? And my little boy looked at me and went, uh, Vidra the first time when he was fit. I said, you know what, mate? You're probably not wrong. Mm. You're probably not yep. wrong. Anyway, boys, have a All right, mate. new year and I will um, uh, possibly speak to you after I've stood in Swansea. Ooh. I'm sure you will. This is good. Yeah. Sure you will. But, by the way, Wickham won, Bristol Rovers won. So at oh, least it's probably a better off. game at the very least. I need you now, don't I? Need you now. <laughs>
<laughs> there he goes. There he goes. There goes Sean, everybody. Wonderful stuff. Thank you, Sean. Lovely to hear from you there. Now, I'm going to go to George, and then we're going to go to Joe, who is a uh, Millwall fan. So we're going to hear from a Millwall fan. Come on. I also want to ask about... Uh, uh, the, in terms of the the applause at the start of the game, because let's be honest, in terms of a Watford display, I think the uh, I thought Watford did really well. The club, in terms of uh, coming out and calling that out, and thereafter it went downhill. But at the start, I thought that was good. Right, let's go to WFC George, sir. If you want to hit your mute button or your mic button, and you can come off mute and uh, let us know your thoughts, sir. How are you? How are you doing, George? I'm good, thank you. Uh, good, I'm, good. I'm just going to keep it short, really. All right, mate. Um, Far away. I'm just a bit baffled at how we, we can't stay consistent at all. Like we we lost one since the last time we played Millwall. We weren't great, don't wrong, but we won games mm-hmm. because of the miracle that we have of João Pedro. But we've generally come in. People say, "Oh, we've got to rely on it." Well, as someone before me said, we've we've relied on January before, and we've never got what we've asked for, and it's just it's not. It's not exactly the greatest, knowing that the owners don't like spending a lot, because it's it's just feel it's it's neglect it's neglected really, isn't it? We've got a defence that is what five five seasons too old now. Yeah, that's a reasonable. Obviously, obviously the owners have tried to improve the defence, but how on earth are you looking at Craig Dawson and saying that's an improvement? And obviously, that lasted long because he left the season after, didn't he? So there we are. So what would you what would you like to see happen in January then, George? Just some players that won't get bullied for 90 minutes because that game was just men against boys. That was year sevens versus year 11s. Um, I, I think I think you've just put the nail on, you know, hit the nail on the head there because it's, for me, we won games when teams weren't going to try and be kind of outwork us or out physical us or out, you know, basically kind of try, try to work us in terms of just, just, just bullying us, just imposing. You, you can't rely on that, Peter. You can't rely on that as a way to win games. No, you can't. You can't, but it, take a look at Millwall over not not ninety minutes. Take a look at them over one hundred and eighty minutes. They have played. I, I, I think they've looked a, bl- a bloody good good outfit. But they've been playing di- direct football in the Graham Taylor sense of the word. Somebody quoted him earlier on, which means that when the ball goes forward, you heard the roars that would go up when you're kind of trying to support it. You see somebody like the difference in somebody like Danny McNamara. Now, of course, he was today's pantomime villain because he was involved in uh, Kamara getting sent off. But Kamara was a bloody idiot for. Uh, for responding whatever you know happened because he was always going to be walking on that but McNamara was up and down that bloody byline and was uh, w- was getting involved was putting himself about was making sure that he was imposing himself on the game we don't have the personnel who when somebody does that to them will respond we have the, the personalities who will wilt if you come up against Huddersfield who don't really lay a glove on you we still kept them in the game for almost 90 minutes it, that that's that's what they do we came up against a team today is a team with a game plan. That's what we've also yeah, got to remember. Exactly. Like, like take take the World Cup for instance. Like uh, that their goalkeeper Martinez from Argentina. Mm-hmm. If you are, excuse my language, if you are a wanker, you will get in their heads and you will win games. What? You've got you've got to have that sort of mentality to say I'm going to annoy you this game and I'm going to make sure that I beat you on every single one on one or whatever you want to call it. And for the Kamara system, for some, uh, for example. He's clearly pissed them off and he's reacted and he's got sent off for it. 
It's clearly what you want. Of course. And it works. Of course. It's, it's, and, called, um, it's called street smarts. I mean, and, uh, exactly. what I do love is people ringing in and saying, do excuse my language when the most, the most profane individuals on here are normally hosting it. Um, so, uh, no, wankers is, wankers is an excellent word. I, I use it quite a lot. But that, that wasn't what they were. They were, they were being game smart. They were winding us up. And, and look what happened. It was like, well, that happened. Now, McNamara is on a yellow card. Give the ball to Saar and get Saar to go at him. Because if he get if he if he catches him late, then it's 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 ten aside. But we don't do that. I mean he falls to the ground anyway. Well, so yeah, this is true. But play. if we could get the ball in and if Saar wanted to have a go, in fairness for everybody who's screaming at their iPhones at the moment, that that's what you would do. But we didn't do that. Instead, in the second half, McNamara's sitting there crossing the ball over, you know, and they're, and they're imposing on us. Yeah, granted, they had the extra man and they used it pretty well. But, oh, never mind, never mind. But credit to them, indeed. Never never mind. Well, George, one question. You can bring in one player. You can gift this particular season squad one player from your time supporting Watford. Who are you going to go for? Okay, one player. Um, I think in terms of defending, just, oh, I don't know. Tommy Hobman was good. Injuries obviously let him down. Angela. Angela. He did it. He, he was all right. He was good. No, better than what we've got. Better than what we've oh, got. I don't disagree. I don't. I, I always. I was always kind of mystified why Angela wasn't given a go at, 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 at Premier League level. I thought he. Because that's their reaction. Yeah, I thought. I thought he deserved an op- at least an opportunity. But uh, but there we go. There we go. George, go and have a nice rest of Christmas, sir. Uh, cheers, cheers, mate. Me. You take care. Uh, it, it, with you in the uh, kind of frustrated and baffled. Let's go to uh, Joe, Mr. Joe Zampa. Let's go to Joe. Bear with me, Joe. I'm just going to try and let you in now. Here we go. So here we go to uh, to the last caller. We're going to somebody from the visiting uh, from the visiting team, the the victorious team. Joe, it's got a spinning wheel of death. Let's see if we can get you in. Hi, how you doing, Joe? Hello, sir. <laughs> How's it going? Sorry, <laughs> Hello, mate. Commiseration to you guys. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm a little bit weird coming on your podcast, but uh, that's all right. I'm actually part of the Mill podcast as well, so I thought I'd listen and see what you guys were were talking about. And um, to be honest with you, just for what my point, what it's worth, um, far away, mate. I, I just think I was at the home game and reverse feature at the den. Yep. yep. And um, obviously, it's not a, uh, it wasn't great performance for Watford that that day. But what happened then and happened today were very, very, very similar. I think um, the last fellow mentioned it. George, last I was on the second go. Yeah. It was like men men versus boys a little bit. I think we bullied you in the first fixture at our ground and. Your guys weren't really up for the fight. Even today, I mean, I, I just sort of see there was no real kind of fight or passion from your boys, which is crazy. When you think about your your squad, your team, and your subs bench, it's probably worth more than a whole team, collected, a whole squad probably collectively, with the amount of talent uh, and players you've got in your, your team. But sometimes having talent, having ability, having all, all these wonderful things is nothing if you haven't got the, the fight, the drive, the commitment, the passion to play for the shirt, you know? Um, Absolutely, e- echoing it. And yeah, if I was watching you guys, I'll be feeling really frustrated, thinking, "Well, why are you not going for fifty fifty? Why are you not, you know, want, want to win those challenges?" You know, and um, a team like Millwall, who haven't got a lot of money to spend on players, I think our transfer record was one point seven million on um, the boy Fleming, who uh, scored the second goal for us. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, you know, and for him, it's like we signed Messi. You know, he's great for us. What you've got is a team that kind of give it, give it their all, give it a hundred percent. They work hard, and they know the limitations. They know that they're they're not going to turn up and win games. They're going to have to make themselves hard to beat, uh, and hope for a bit of luck and try and you know nick a goal here and there. I mean, even the guy Bradshaw, I heard you mention to him earlier, and uh, yeah, 
he, he's all right. I mean, he does work his socks off. I mean, from mm. the first minute to the 90th minute, he's a fit lad. He, he, he chases and he presses and he hurries defenders down. He makes it difficult for them. But he's not a, a prolific goal scorer. I think he's scored a hat-trick against you guys. Yep, and hasn't scored then. since. Hasn't scored since, yeah. So, um, he, again, he's got his limitations. But what he does, he does a job for us. And it probably allows the players like Fleming and the more creative players in our team to kind of get on the ball a bit more while he kind of keeps defenders sort of happy. When I look at the Watford team, you've got some amazing players. They're world-class players. But they just look like they're not interested. I mean, that youngster you've got, who's so, 18 or 19, is it Asprilla, I think his name is? Yeah, he's 18, oh, yeah, Asprilla. Quality player. But again, in two games I've watched him play against us, as soon as the tackle goes into him, he doesn't want to know. He, he goes quiet, you know. And unfortunately, it's very hard to teach somebody you know, to be a, a, a committed player. Well, how come your lads can do it and we can't? That's the question. How how can Millwall do it but we it can't? From the manager, what, what, are we missing, you know? what are we missing though? How are we missing it and your lads are able to do well, it? Well, sometimes, I mean, we look at your players that you've got, a lot of them you've inherited from the Premier League. Okay, I think you signed a few players as well, but sometimes you need those players, those dogged players who are going to fight and, and, and run the midfield for you and win, win tackles and do all the, the dirty stuff, the not-so-nice stuff um, to get you back in the Premiership. I mean, um, years and years ago, um, I'm probably showing my age here a little bit, but I went Howard Wilkinson was the manager of Leeds. And if you remember the old, old what had been the old second division before the premiership was there, uh, Leeds got promoted and they had a certain character by the name of Vinnie Jones playing midfield for them that day. Yeah. Uh, that season, sorry. And he was, you know, there, he was a, he was a talisman, he worked hard, he, he won the ball, he, he'd done everything for them. As soon as they got promoted to the top flight, what Howard Wilkinson did, he sold him because he wasn't, he wasn't good enough for the Premier League but he did a job for them in the second tier. And maybe when you look at these Premier League players that come down, like yourselves and a few others, you, 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 you can be suited for the Premier League. You play the nice football, but you need to know when to kind of roll your sleeves up and get down with it, you know. And um, maybe Burnley got the right balance because Burnley got a couple of players that have got some grafters that work hard. When I look at that Watford team, they're, they're blessed with talent, got some really, really good, good uh, players, but there's no kind of, passion, there's no fight, there's no workman-like sort of, you know, players in that team. And I think that's where you guys probably fall short when you come against teams that are not so uh, gifted, but obviously are, are up for it and up for the fight, you know? I think you've just spoken for every Watford fan with what you've just said there, to be honest. I think that summed up our team and the way we play completely. Yeah, well, well, shame. that's that's very true. That, let me speak for every other Watford fan who was there today, which was, I, and, and something where I think the club did right, was uh, we, we sometimes have a go at our, our, our club for getting the communication wrong. But uh, Lee Evans' is some Jude was your mascot today and got yes, an, an right, excellent yeah. ovation from both the Millwall fans and the Watford fans as well. We wish Lee all the best as his, as his fight is going on. So, you know, yeah, that's... exactly. Thanks to the Watford fans as well. But, you know, when it comes to... Uh, for family and, 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 and you know kids and whatnot, you know, I think football teams, uh, most of them do sort of put colours and sort of rivalries aside, don't they? And all come together. Absolutely, mate. We're we're, we're, so opposi- we're, we're opposition. We're not enemies. We're opposition, That's not enemy. Right. Always, always, mate. Absolutely. Well, listen, mate, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot off, but keep the good work, up, mate. And um, yeah, cheers, mate. Say, hopefully, you you guys will uh, turn the corner. Hopefully, in January, perhaps when you might be able to sort of sign a couple of uh, 
Mill type players for a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, we'll have we'll have Jake we'll have, we'll have Jake Cooper off, and then, and then all the niceties will stop between us. There you go. All right, mate. Let's, this is it exactly. Yeah, have all a right, have a safe journey back with uh, with all trains going off all over the place or Brilliant. not. Excellent stuff. There's Joe. That was nice, wasn't it? Right. Let's just finish off with some uh, some responses and some five word reviews. Alex King said, "If we get promoted, I think we'd break Derby's record for least points." Uh, Pat Potso out said, uh, "Watford squad isn't built; it's thrown together." Charlie, which was really Sean the other day, uh, said uh, mentioned Abdi earlier on uh, as the player to come back in. He also mentioned on there. Gary, we mentioned there uh, also previously said people talking about the Boothroyd era. Imagine King and Henderson going up against our defence. Yeah, they would run them ragged. Pat said, "Well said, Ron." I wasn't on when Ron came on. I look forward to hearing that later. Gary also mentioned earlier on saying that Saar hadn't won a 50-50 header all game. George Turner said, no passion. All the players were on the piss last night. Couldn't lay one through ball. Uh, Dean Sherwood said, saying there wasn't one player trying today is way off the mark. I agree. There were, there were players on there who, who, who were who were trying. You could make your mind up as to whether or not they were doing it effectively. But I think there were players in there. For, for me, Deli Bashiru, we had Sema called out earlier on. And I think, uh, I think Davis was cut a very frustrated figure who's trying to do something. Louis Tashira said, gutless, spineless performance, bullied, lack of desire, heart, and any cohesion. Everything you want from a side was missing. Combine that with a Pedro injury and a senseless red card for Kamara, and you have today's performance. Been threatening this for a while onto Friday. And then Softtails said, John McClelland come back now. John McClelland was, uh, if you're if you're not aware, was a, a a fantastic centre back that we signed in the what kind of mid eighties, and he he won the uh, the Player of the Season well at least twice uh, that that I know of, and was a, was a, was a super was a super player. Um, let's go on to some five word reviews. Let's go and find those because it's it's really really valued. Everybody puts in some some comments and some thoughts about how today's gone. I think we've we've heard today about you know yet yeah, it's when we say quality, there are other qualities beyond just being technically good. Uh, and we heard there from Joe there some some great points. Just being surprised and saying, being, seeing our squad and saying, well, that that's the envy. We'd love some of those, but look at what we've got. But if you look at Fleming, the lad that they've signed, who scored the goal, the, he's not a shrinking violet. He got about, he worked hard, and he also had some quality on the ball. Uh, Mikey Abraham said the team is full of absolute, and then he used a word that even we would have to bleep out. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, Peter said, uh, oh, Peter Taylor said, good to bump into you. Did he bump into you there? Uh, Justin, were you were you hobnobbing with the with the mayor of yeah, mayor of uh, I, 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 I did bump into the mayor pre match. Yes. I, I, yes. I saw I saw Carl uh, met uh, met Chris Stark or, or was posting a photograph of him, one of the two. So he might have been kind of quickly putting that in. Uh, Nipper Harrison said, "My eighty seven year old mum could do better, and she's been dead for ten years for fuck's sake." Uh, Nipper, that 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 that's not five words, but. I don't care. That's, that's very, very well delivered. James Roos said, Boxing Day, lack of punch. Very true. Oh, I see what he's done with that. He's, he's worked with the punch thing there. Fazana, hey, uh, Fazana Chowdhury said, Two hopes, Bob and no. Dave Lavender said, I'm just lost for words. I'm still finding five. Peter Ryan said, Seen more formidable showbiz 11s. Uh, all Hornet Steve says, Crappy clown Kamara kills Christmas. But he spells it all with a K. 
Very good. No, there's no need to say sorry there, Wirral. Steve, that's excellent stuff. Carl Campion said, what a load of baubles. Going with a bit of a Christmas motif. Mal said, roll on the January window. Well, people aren't necessarily very confident about the January transfer window. Bearing in mind, we've only just bought Manga in. Uh, you would think that he would know who uh, he would want to be going for, but we shall see. We'll talk about that before we finish. Brian Edwards, uh, as ever, never never one to have one five-word review, says, and the two tools applauding Kamara as he went off. Oh, I think I think that's uh, that's that's uh, somebody criticising, uh, uh, for example, Cavaselli being being applauded. He also said serious issues with medical team. People are looking at it and saying we've got a really quite decent squad still in the physio room. Smitty said really sums up the year. Yeah, it kind of did. Lee Anselmo it never never want to use five words when simply one will do. Just as schooled. Championship World says no passion and disgraceful performance. I think that's that's five words absolutely eloquently used. As are Ant Evans, who says what a load of shit. Really said the same thing in the same number of words in a very different way. Well done, gentlemen. Like that a lot. Oh, hello, Brian's back. Kick them, they'll give up. <laughs> Kick them and they give up. We do. That's what we've been saying. We haven't had people who've, who've really tried to uh, kind of resist it and, and show some resistance. Joe there was mentioning, um, and, and I think it's probably it might be slightly unfair simply because uh, a spree is about nine stone ringing wet. But as he said, you know, once a challenge goes in, to, uh, in on him, he's not he's not quite sure. It's that can they do it when it's cold in Stoke kind of routine, isn't it? Lee Johnson said, "What a pile of shite." <laughs> Pleasing words. I like these a lot. Oh, Brian Edwards, Justin, you'll like this, Brian. Jo- Brian Edwards has said, I hate Boxing Day football. Um, are, you, are you Brian Edwards in disguise? We'll find out. No, I'm not, but I agree. Boxing Day football. As you know, Pete, I think I've been proven right today. Uh, yeah, you've, you've, won, you've won this battle. You certainly have. I look forward to next Boxing Day when we don't turn up either. Neil Silverstein said, turgid, a fucking turgid pile of shit. Uh, that's uh, not much grey area in that statement either. Uh, <laughs> Joel Halpern says, more pure ball lake shit. <laughs> Murray, I do like this. This is, this is an excellent combination of expletives and short sentences. Brian Edwards is back. Uh, <laughs> just not liking Kamara. Uh, Mike Smart said Kamara, not brilliant, is he? Question mark in response to fuck you, Kamara. Um, Aaron, hello, Aaron said, uh, insult to us, the fans. Oh, look at that. You see, now Aaron has used, uh, used used brackets and you still manage to use the right number of words well done aaron uh silgerman hey yeah mate uh one two three four and five words of abysmal agony oh i like that that's tipping that's 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 tipping the hat doffing the hat to the five words and then ignoring it completely well done i like this a lot pat gullible fans getting fooled again um yeah 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 simon fowell said move the ball more quickly Absolutely, with the exception, with the exception of William Trooster Kong, who tried to move the ball really quickly by hammering it at uh, at, at Saar at one point, which seemed a bit odd. Hampshire Hornet says a battering, uh, a boxing battering, Boxing Day battering. God, I'll try and get the words in the right order occasionally. Garston Horn said a weak, pathetic, embarrassing disgrace. Match worn Watford shirt said hope manga sleeves are long. I hope I hope Gino's pockets are, uh, are short. Otherwise, uh, they won't get down to the coins that lie therein. Gary said I hear bins being kicked. Well, that's never a good sign. Peter Lee says scoreline says it all. Unfortunately, hello Peter. Hope you have a good Christmas. Championship World said again, I do appreciate this though. And he's got a badge. He's got a got a got a do not scratch your eyes badge. And he's taken a great picture of it, which is completely out of focus. Come on, Championship World. You can we can have more focus on that one next time. Uh match worn shirts came back and just said shit, shit, and shit are still. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's carrying on a theme. Louis Tashira, Boxing Day punch in face. Willie Eckers like, hello, Ken, we are absolutely fucking shite. Uh, Ken, could you could you let us know what you're trying to say here? Don't stop stop beating around the bush and come out and tell us how it is. Owen says, shit, shit, shit. <laughs> I think I think you've got the idea here. Simon Parkins, don't go honus for a battle. Catherine Jones, happy Christmas and New Year. There you go. There's Catherine, everybody. There you go. Bringing us some nice cheer. We like that a lot. We like that a lot. Gary said, glad there's a train strike. That's, so he couldn't get here, obviously, from West London. Watford status, when is Gino sodding off? <laughs> uh, Nicholas Nicholas Smith. Oh, Nicholas, a festive heap of turd. There we go. Nicholas, always cheery. Well done, mate. Hope you have a good Christmas. George said, uh, players are used to this stupid wankers. You did use the word wanker earlier on. And Natasha, this was obviously before you were on, Ron. She said, can't wait for Uncle Ron. There you go. You see, people are looking for it. Amanda Van Mulligan, hello there. Which, what's what's happened to what's happened to you? You, had a, you used to have a different name on that. Uh, bad from start to finish. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, Paul Fiander Turner says, "Didn't go. Glad I'm working." Oh God, that's a horrible word to say. Alec, um, Alan Ray said, "No urgency, no skill." Shite. Uncle Ron Watford fans enable heartless culture. Now that's that's something that a few people have said is the fact that if we if we're still applauding them, if we're still kind of you know saying you know well done and you know go for the next one, that that you're kind of enabling the culture. Um, the question is, what can we all do about it? Ben Manga, no fixing this, says Mikey Abrahams. Stuart, classic Boxing Day Watford performance. Pete Mooney, probably the worst one yet. And Josh says Billich thinks bio is crap. Ah. Now, that was one of the questions earlier on. If you look at the number of minutes to the number of goals, and I appreciate other metrics are available, but uh, he, he does he does at least know where the net is partly. It's time to go, says time for Potso to sell. Mikhail, too, or Michael, too, says only one word. Embarrassing. Only need one word. Ted Crilly. Oh, look at that. Father Ted himself. We are our, we are our biggest opponents. Hannah Louise, what a load of rubbish. Robert, totally gutless, piss poor crack. And Mikey Abraham says, Boxing Day, Hassan Rocky Kamara. So there we go, guys. There we go. That's everybody's, uh, I think that's just about everybody's notes. Thank you so much for contributing, either calling in or sending in uh, the messages, sending in the five-word reviews. It's all wonderful. Go and have a lovely rest of Christmas. Justin, sir. What have you got planned for the rest of the day? Are you going to be drinking eggnog and warmed up sprouts? Something like that, yeah. Uh, I certainly won't be watching the highlights of that anywhere uh, anytime soon. But uh, yeah, Merry Merry Christmas, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for being here on Boxing Day. Uh, Yeah, we'll catch you after the Swansea game, I guess. We will indeed. Well done to Millwall. They were the better team, undoubtedly. They showed they show passion and commitment, all of the things that everybody thinks should be a minimum going forward. Really, that's what we think. Have a great, uh, have a great rest of the Christmas. Fingers crossed for uh, for Swansea that we have, oh, I don't know, a left back and an attacking midfielder and a, somebody who will do something more than stand next to the centre spot in midfield to play alongside Tom Deli Bashiru. There we go. Anyway, guys, go and have a good day and uh, and have a great week. See you soon. You odds. You odds. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.